and welcome to episode two of our podcast, Parents of Teenagers. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> um, we have crossed the threshold of another year since the last episode that we had. And we're fully, at this point, we're in the, uh, what, second week of January at this mm-hmm. point? Yeah. Beginning of second week of January. Yeah. Um, so we have left that beautiful and magical holiday um, kind of ether between Christmas and New Year's where the kids were off of school and we were not working very hard if working at all. Well, some of us were. (laughs) Well, I was off and it was magic. Mm -hmm. It's straight magic. And now we're all back in in this week of things. The kids went back to school on Thursday. Mm -hmm. They started their second semester. So Jack started his last semester of high school, which is kind of unbelievable um and we're starting to get kind of the stress of homework and the stress of everything else starting to kick up again um which is always um an alarming time (laughs) you know it just puts you back on your game right you're Mm -hmm. like oh man like well i mean for you uh you can't even watch the hershey's commercial with the two brothers and one goes off to college i can't watch that commercial and it's um, <laughs> it, it's kind of a uh, a, a bummer when you uh, watch it because you start crying. Well, listen, um, as most of most of our giant audience at this point knows, mm-hmm. um, our oldest is uh, this is his last semester of high school. He's planning to go to college next year. Um, I literally woke up on New Year's Day and. I cried for probably, what, Tara, the first three hours of the day? Yeah. And it's just, I know it sounds crazy, and I'm like, I just, this, the year 2022, you know, moms and dads, when you kind of, it's funny, Terry, I was actually looking at, because I'm back on social media again, I was looking on Facebook, and there was a picture it must have been yesterday of Jackson, our oldest, and you had originally posted it and it was he had lost his first tooth mm-hmm. and you had yeah. said in the post, um, Jackson lost his first tooth. Next thing you know, he's going to be shaving. <laughs> <laughs> Which and, really does seem that way, doesn't it? But truly, you see, when when they're little, you're like, oh, boy, in the year 2022, they're going to college. And by then we should have our shit together and we should have saved enough money to send them. Mm-hmm. And we should have done this and that and the other thing. And um, what like it's not I, I don't know. It's it's a year that you the year that they finish up in high school and start college and start their own like journey separate of you is mm-hmm. something that you, I, I can say me as a mother, I have never looked forward to it. I know. It's not something that I ever have um, looked like, oh, what a wonderful time <laughs> <laughs> when this, you know, this happens and he's a man and like, Literally, I've been dreading the year 2022 for 18, 17 years now. I know. I mean, just talking about it right now, I, I'm i getting teary about it just because, you know, 
it's funny when we woke up when I woke up on New Year's normally when I wake up on New Year's Day even if it's a shit year like it was last year right it was Mm -hmm. total shit year you knew things were not going to be great right but you still there's a certain feeling of optimism and something wonderful can happen this year yeah and I'm not to it's not to say that you know that that won't happen this year but I absolutely woke up New Year's Day knowing what was for sure what was going to happen this year and a lot of it for me is going to be very very hard so you know happy new year yes i know dear <laughs> but uh also i mean and and this kind of also speaks to all the other moms not just who are going through this or maybe they're younger because uh they can probably associate a little bit with this uh, because when Sam was moving from the crib to what we've always called the big boy bed, uh, <laughs> I was taking care of the bed. I had just disassembled the the crib, and you'd come upstairs to ask me something, and you see the crib laying in pieces, and you because Sam was our last child. Like he had to be. He was. We were unable to have any more children. Mm-hmm after Sam, even though I would have loved to have more kids. I know. And you were about to ask me whatever question it was you were going to ask me, but you'd never even got that far because you took one look at the crib in pieces on the floor and just instantly burst into tears (laughs) and ran downstairs and then cried and drank wine the rest of the day. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. I'm not, like, I will not lie to you. Like, this is not easy for me I'm not a zen mother and Mm -hmm. I'm not a mother who's like I mean deep in my logical brain and in my soul you know the alternative is not what you want either right like the you don't want them to be stunted in a way that they can't grow for whatever reason or they can't leave the house or they can't succeed on their own or there's no hope that they can do these things like in a logical sense of course you want your child to do these things of course this is the natural like growth and evolution of of parenthood mm-hmm. like you wouldn't want it truly i would not want it any other way but knowing those things doesn't make it less painful and i think that's okay i would much i really do believe you've got to like feel these things or i don't know if you don't feel these things eventually you will I don't know. This is why this is why I never like this is why I don't like talking about the past. And I don't like, you know, really talking about I'm not I like I don't remember things like I swear that's a some sort of mechanism that I like I have in my brain to stop remembering things, because then a lot of the sadness that you feel comes back too, or there's a lot of nostalgia. Like when you think back to those times and I mean, that's just like a spiral for me. Like I can't think about it. And Sam, our youngest is a looker backer. He likes, Oh my God. He has the, the natural tendencies to always want to know uh, about the past or relive the past. Even when we get rid of furniture, yes. he is, you know, he's got to have, you know, something from it <laughs> before it leaves the house uh, or the tree. The he's Christmas a very trees. nostalgic, very nostalgic person. Mm-hmm. 
And then he likes to bring it up in front of you. Well, but he thinks I'm cold as ice is what he thinks, because I'm just like, yeah, you know, let's move on. But the reality of the situation is I can't talk about it if I'm planning to be functional. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's not like I have the option to just shut down and cry for days at a time. (laughs) You know, and I mean, I'm exaggerating, but I'm kind of not. Like, I don't know. I'm one of those people that if I get down, it's hard to get back up again. So I try not to ever let myself get down, you know? Yeah. And but Sam likes to take you there as often as he can. I mean, I think he's trying to force the conversation, which to him is cathartic. But to me, it's like devastating. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it's just like learning to live with that too because there's benefit to it and he's his own person so you have to like acknowledge it but god at the same time i just it's difficult so a that's my exciting that's how i feel about this year um along with that we've had a lovely covid surge which Mm -hmm. at this point the kids are in school they've been in school two days um thursday and friday um and my office is closed for all intents and purposes and Terry's radio station is closed for so we're all working from home again um so we're just kind of hunkering down we're in the midwest there's snow on the ground yeah it's cold as hell <laughs> it's the hinterlands the hinterland as your dad likes to call yes, it yeah it's the hinterlands and um also just you know with with covid with this resurgence yet again, uh, trying to get the uh, the happy medium between getting the kids out and also keeping them safe, which is not not easy, uh, especially when they say that a lot more of the kids are getting uh, younger kids are getting more sick. The kids that aren't eligible for any shots. Sam just we- recently uh, was approved for the booster, and I think we're trying Next to get him Friday. Uh, get him the booster here uh, soon so yeah no it's I I am I god I feel for the the parents that have children in that horrible stage like I remember back in the day when you couldn't give your child any medication there was like you know I mean I'm sure it's I would imagine it's worse now than it was when our children were that age but it was just like oh good luck I hope they, you know, you can't give them NyQuil, certainly. You can't give them mm-hmm. Benadryl. You can't give them anything unless like Robitussin it's under, or mm-mm. even some of the children. If Depending on their age, you can't give them certain medicines. Right. And like no medicines. And when they're in that, when they get sick from whatever it may be, you want to give them something. To help them. To break the fever or the cough or whatever it is but you depending on they they hit that right age yep where there's nothing you can do and you know they get sick and now they have and covid is right in the middle of that too Mm -hmm. you know and there is a rise of that so i don't know i i totally it's a difficult time and for us for school-aged kids that can't get the vaccine there's this i mean my feeling is i'm sending them I'm they're hanging around my parents. They're hanging around us. They're doing everything they can do. But, you know, I mean, I know 
Sam loves to pull down his mask. I know, you know, mm-hmm. social distancing is something that's very difficult for teenagers. I was actually especially just, during a high school in a high school setting because they're all clustered. It's the same amount of kids. They're just all in the same room. There's not that much distancing, especially. I mean, I remember my high school days. I mean, <laughs> someone coughs at the opposite in the room, you know, a week later. Everybody's half, got it. Yeah. Half of everybody in the class has that sickness. No, but, you know, along with the actual physical sickness, I was reading um, recently um, NPR, National Public Radio, is kind of one of my favorite news sources just because, and I know there are many, many people out there that don't believe this, but I feel like they do a really good job of kind of looking at different aspects of stories and, um, you know, and this is something that's not news to parents right now, really, but the mental health toll of this uh, COVID epidemic on children and teenagers has been, I mean, the mental health issues that people are seeing right now and experiencing right now, both adults, but more, you know, teenagers and children mm-hmm. are unprecedented. It's, it's bad out there. I think, um, I just think there's, it's like the time that we all just need to be very aware of how, everyone is feeling and try to respect it and try to talk through it and try to figure it out at home. Mm -hmm. Um, The resources are not there right now. There there's like Jack was seeing a therapist all summer and it was slim pickings. And then that therapist um, for better or worse, like I think it was a good experience. I think there were pros and cons with that experience for Jackson and for us as his family. But before the new year, moving to a different town, like it is not, you know, and and so we're done with therapy for now. Um, Jack wants to stay done with therapy. I'm not convinced that we need I, I believe that if he found the right therapist for him, it would be a super positive thing. But in the meantime, I'm trying to fill that gap too, which I always did prior to him going to therapy. But I just think that mental health aspect is not something that we can ignore or laugh off or just be irritated with. And that's by, you know, mm-hmm. we're all tired. And it's when things come up, it's like, oh, my God, what's wrong? What's wrong now? <laughs> Why are you upset every day about something? Mm-hmm. But that's just how being a teenager is. But on top of it, just with this mental health crisis, it's mood swings, which is teenager down, <laughs> yes. right? But the crap that they have to go through right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, being a teenager in 1995 was terrible. Being a teenager now is terrible. Plus all this other shit that they have to deal with. Mm -hmm. So the social media consumption, especially Jackson doesn't get into that. Sam does. (laughs) Sam is a, a user of social media. Jack is not, uh, well, Which I think is great for him because he doesn't have that added pressure of, of you know, peers. But I'm talking more about like the COVID, like mm-hmm. being off of school, starting school again, trying to get, you know, missing some of the growth that you get with your social skills in school. Like our kids and we're in a very conservative district um, for I would say for better or worse, in well, my opinion, it's it's in the worse. It's like, just go for it. And if you get sick, we're not even going to tell you about it's, it. It's not 
conservative. I have to. I think I need to make this uh, this point. It's conservative. Not, yes. Ism is not the same as Trumpism. We're seeing more Trumpism than the normal conservatism. No, but I guess what I'm saying is, let's just say it. Let's call a spade a spade. We live in a red, a red county in a blue state. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. So our red county is moving forward with school and businesses and everything else as if covid like is not that big of a deal and like it's not a health risk and our hospital is not yet yeah i mean currently it is filled to capacity filled to capacity but no it's not that big of a deal so let's send the kids to school like chicago for again like there's there are all sorts of issues in chicago but they have decided to cancel. They've had to cancel classes mm-hmm. for a number of different reasons. But, you know, we didn't even get communication about this from our high school until the day before they were supposed to go back. And it basically said we're business as usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, funny thing. Sam said one of his class classes had eight people quarantined. I have gotten no communication mm-hmm. about that. Like. No, they're just pretending or acting as if it's something that is inevitable. And maybe at this point it is, but it's disturbing that you send your kid. I mean, but what's the option, right? You, mm-hmm. What's the option? Yeah. Stunting their social growth is it seems to be the option otherwise. Uh, and, and that really did happen, I think, especially for Jackson mm-hmm. during the um, first round of this the and. 2020 uh at the end of you know, i think it was what middle of march when they decided to close down schools and do the uh e-learning luckily we had everything here that we needed to do that so as far as getting their homework done that was not the problem as far as their social and daily lives that was uh you know disrupted it was for Jackson, it was like a vacation in a way <laughs> to be able to do his homework. And for the most part, he kept up. There were some... Hey, academics is not the, was not the problem. Uh, keeping him motivated. Except when they forced him to do a lab class mm-hmm. from home when half people were there and half people weren't. And there were no vaccines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a problem, but they didn't do a single, like the teacher didn't adapt. The teacher wasn't forced to adapt. Like it was just like, okay, good luck. And just, you know, the difference between, you know, the same kids, same house, one did not, it did not hurt his. Well, I mean, he's a closet agoraphobe too. Yes. Uh, And and in a way he did kind of, you know, relax a little bit. He didn't have to do the daily get up, go to school, which for him is. is pressure for him exactly crazy while while on the other hand sam uh he what he doesn't want to admit it but going and seeing his friends on a daily basis is um it's what he wants to do Mm -hmm. he is a social person he's Mm -hmm. more of a social person than he lets on uh and keeping him motivated during that time was tough Mm -hmm. because he just didn't want to do the homework he was seeing every day as a vacation day uh, with no homework and just 
trying to keep keep him on track and of course you know the the lack of social interaction for him also i wouldn't say it stunted his growth it just made him a little bit more fussy <laughs> i, mean, I don't want to say crazy because that's not it's not accurate it's just no. a little bit more uh, just added to irritated Yes, it just adds to the difficult time of, of being a teenager. So, yes, I mean, the moral of the story um, at this point is we are moving forward. We've got a new tranche of K95 masks and rapid COVID tests under the sink. <laughs> honestly, it feels like there's a certain element of dead men walking. We've all avoided COVID um thus far knock on wood um terry's an asthmatic sam's an asthmatic um but it does have that feeling of everyone's going to get it eventually so we're just trying to do what we can trying to be as safe as we can as far as the kids are concerned i think at least from my perspective and terry you might have a different one um we're trying to... T- can you hear the dog snoring? Yeah, I can hear the okay. dog snoring. <laughs> I've got two sleeping dogs on my lap because it's freezing and they're using me as a human heating <laughs> pad. And one of them is a bit of a snorer. But, um, well, she's older now, so... At this point, I would say we're just kind of status quo. We're trying to keep it as normal as we can for the kids. Um, I think that's the only way we can help them right now mm-hmm. is, you know... At one point, in my mom mind, I'm like screaming, like, wash your hands and wear your KN95 masks and don't talk to anybody and don't touch anybody. And I, you know, of course, that's in my mind. And I'm there were multiple times during the lead up to them going back to school that I really wanted to have a very serious talk to them about how we're, you know, where we're at with Omicron and how it's spreading so quickly. But I kind of stopped myself because I was like, this is not going to help them. All it's, especially for Jackson, it's just going to add an element, pressure pressure and stress and fear. Because Jack is kind of, I mean, God, if anybody gets out of this and isn't a germaphobe, God bless them. But I mean, I was a germaphobe before this. so You were raised a germaphobe. <laughs> so all, all of my talent has come in very handy. I have to say, last year, your stash of Lysol sure did. <laughs> so, I mean, the germaphobes are definitely... This is their coming, time. Yeah, we're coming to power in a way, keeping, keeping everybody safe in the house. But I would say, I mean, as far as... As you know, the show is not meant to advise anybody, but I can tell you we're just trying to keep it normal. We're not doctors. And we don't know what the hell we're doing. I'm <laughs> we're pretty not sure therapists. <laughs> we're just getting by. We are not have Mm-mm. we do not have any paper saying that we know what Mm-mm. we're talking about. But we're normal parents, right? Like yeah. we're normal parents. We're trying to do the best by our kids. We're trying to get through this freaking crazy time. Um and still let them have a happy childhood. We actually booked a um, spring. So we had credits for a flight um, to California. In 2020. Supposed to happen in June of 2020, which we all know how that turned out. And um, we reached the end of our ability to use these tickets. It was like, uh, it was New Year's Eve on uh, New Year's Eve this mm-hmm. past year where yeah. that was our last day to use the tickets and you can use or them figure out how to use them yes 
the credits. And if mm-hmm. you don't figure it out, you lose it, which we each flight was like $450. So it wasn't like chump change. So um, it was funny. We sat the kids down. Terry and I have been hemming and hawing about this for quite some time. And we sat the kids down on New Year's Eve <laughs> and told them the situation. And Sam was like, um, so what you're saying is that we're forced to figure out a vacation and take it <laughs> like <Yeah>. today. <laughs> like, yeah, that's pretty much it, Sam. So we had a family meeting about it and and made the decision to go to Asheville, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, would like to visit more populous places, but we don't know how this Omicron thing is going to go. So we're excited in, in March to go up to the mountains in Asheville. We have a little chalet cabin. <laughs> no, it's literally called a chalet. Um it's, I'm sure, not nearly as fancy as it sounds, but we're super excited. Well, um, to to put in perspective what we had planned in, what, it was late 2019, mm-hmm. uh, for the birth of these credits <laughs> yeah. was to go to... L.A. Uh, yes, because Sam had never been. He wanted to go. I had a business been. trip. Yeah, I've never been. So you guys were going to fly out, and we were going to do L.A. for a couple couple days. And then go to fly to yosemite yosemite yeah and then be at a cabin for a couple days and And then then we were going to drive to san francisco yes and and check out san francisco for a bit yep and then we were going to come home uh yeah and it was going to be awesome it was going to be epic we actually titled it the christians in california adventure and uh yeah that was 2019 when we planned it all and then 2020 happened and uh that was that never came to fruition uh and so we've held on, held on to these credits for you know not over well over a year mm-hmm. and just need to get a chance to use them uh speaking of sam he's outside the door he's lurking he's you- lurking he's he's peering in through the window Giving you, us that disgusted look. Do again. you want to be a special guest on the podcast, Sam? No, he's already gone. Oh, okay. He's he's walked into the back. He's like shrugged his shoulders. Yeah. They're doing something stupid. The parents are doing something stupid again. I'm just going to walk away. It's so anyway, I'm super excited for our our trip. It's our it seemed really important this year once again because Jack is You know, we've got some major life changes on the very near horizon for mm-hmm. us. And that's not to say like literally we still go on vacation with my parents every year. So it's not like, but it is kind of the end of an era to a certain extent, right? Yeah. Um, so that we can force our children to go on vacation with they us. They were excited. Jack was the one who rec- who was like, let's do North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So they're excited. I'm excited. They're excited. It's going to be great. As long as we can get up the mountain and it doesn't snow. Yes. Because we're renting a minivan. A sweet, sweet minivan. Mm-hmm. Rental cars are expensive. We could not afford anything above a minivan. I know. I'm hoping, what I'm hoping for is we get there and there were people who wanted minivans. Like, <laughs> like people were like, I want a minivan, you know, and they'll be like, oh man, we're all out of minivans. Here's the Suburban. <laughs> or do you want a Jeep? Or Jeeps are the best for that. I know. But they're expensive. I know. It's expensive to rent a Jeep. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. That's coming up in the new year. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to, um, real quick, last episode, I talked about 
how the teenage brain changes. Yes. And I actually found information on it. It's not hard to find. Do you want to hear about it? Yes. Again, we're not therapists. This is somebody else this who is, may be claiming to be a therapist. It's, no, it's not. It's I will absolutely credit this. This is the National Institute of Mental Health. Mm-hmm. So it's the seven things to know about the teen brain. Um, And a lot of them are stupid, but... <laughs> But how we were, t- <laughs> what we were talking about is specifically in the last episode was how the brain continues to mature even after it's done growing, and that's number two, right? Like we were like, You're- we have to remember these kids aren't normal. I believe you called them mutants, Terry. Yes. Um. So this is interesting, though. The brain may, and again, this is from the website, the National Institute of Mental Health. Though the brain may be done growing in size, it does not finish developing and maturing until the mid to late 20s. The front part of the brain, called the prefrontal cortex, is one of the last brain regions to mature. This area is responsible for skills like planning, prioritizing, and controlling impulses. Because these skills are still developing, teens are more likely to engage in risky behaviors without considering the potential results of their decisions. Um, So I thought that was interesting. Also, many mental disorders uh, may begin during uh, adolescence. Teen brains are more vulnerable to stress. Teens need more sleep than children and adults, which I totally disagree with because I need more sleep than I'm getting. Um, And the teen brain is resilient. So um, there was also information about... um, if you need help, like if you're struggling, if, if your teen is struggling, um, there's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, which can be called toll free at 800-273-TALK. That's 800-273-8255. So just know that's an option if, if you're absolutely at your wits end. Um, so anyway, I thought that was interesting. So they're not at all prepared for what we're trying to get them to do at this point. <laughs> no. No, they're not. Because they're mutants. They aren't mutants. <laughs> so, what are you most excited about this year? Because I'm obviously like Debbie Downer when it comes to 2022. Um, but I think we need one of the most important things during times of stress and times of sadness is to what we're grateful for, right? And what we're excited about. So, what are you like? Why can't you focus on what I'm saying? What are you looking at? I'm just keeping an eye on Sam out there. Once again, he's just kind of lurking around out there. I mean, he's 15, if, so he's yeah. going to be fine. No, I'm just wondering if he's, you know, but trying I feel to like you're in. not paying attention to me. Oh, I'm paying attention. I'm just keeping an eye on him. Because so this that's is what, what happens when you actually have a podcast with two married people is there's going to be a little bit of snipping sometimes, especially when I'm talking and he's not listening. Well, I'm Mothers, listening. are you with me? I'm I mean, listening. They're with me. You just don't know that I'm listening, but I am listening. You are listening. Like, mm-hmm. you're, maybe you can hear. Hearing and listening are two different I'm things. I'm listening. All right. So, what are you most excited about for this year? I mean, going on vacation, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I have any other real plans because I don't know how 2022 is going to go. <laughs> so, I haven't made any plans other than... You know, this this one vacation and our, our regular family vacation. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. 
do you think you'll end up back in the office this year? Like, what do you think is going to happen? I'm curious. What is your prediction for this Omicron? I mean, my dad yesterday, who can be little Mary Sunshine, was like, hmm. there's a new variant in France. <laughs> this is what he told me. I stopped in yesterday. Um, just to put it so you, you best understand it. So we are in the middle of winter in the Midwest. My dad which, is grumpy about it. Which your dad has lived in his <laughs> entire life. He has never lived anywhere other than Indiana or Illinois. Right, but he's never lived this north before, which yes. 11 years ago, 11 years ago, they moved up here. Mm-hmm. So there's been enough time to adapt. But anyway, um, not only that, but everybody is, I don't want to say locked down because that is kind of an inflammatory phrase, I guess, at this point. But um, we're all locked down, you know, for all intents and purposes. We aren't, uh, parents aren't going anywhere. They're doing their grocery delivery, much to my mother's chagrin. She can't pick out her bananas and her for herself yes. vegetables, um, which does suck. I mean, I agree with that. But anyway, um, they we haven't seen them since New Year's Eve because we've all like we're back to work and things are crazy. And boy, oh boy, when I went over there, (laughs) they were desperate for conversation, Mm -hmm. which is great. But my dad, my dad says this about Omicron. There's a new variant in France. And I was just like, I can't, I just, I I can't talk about it. But truly, what do you think is going to happen? Like, is there, is, what is our, what can we expect? Like, what is next year, quarter four, Q4? Last three months. What's it going to look like this year, 2022? I have no idea if at the beginning of uh, the of March or midway through March, when everything started to close down, I thought, okay, well, we'll be in, you know, I'll, I'll we'll be working from home six months, probably nine months at most back in the office by Christmas. And, you know, things will be somewhat back to normal. And I was wrong. <laughs> 2020 comes to 2021. And I'm thinking, oh, OK, well, you know, uh, we just get word that there is a uh, vaccine. I'm thinking, oh, OK, well, that should end things for the most part. And it did for for a while. For, yeah, for a while. I mean, not end things, but it sure made those who were vaccinated feel better. Yes, because more people obviously went out. And it was during working. That time. It the was... vaccine was working. <laughs> That was awesome. <laughs> and remember those days? <laughs> and I was I would think, okay, well, you know, here we've we heard hearing of this vaccine. Uh, we can, you know, probably get back to normal by summertime. And then we kept getting these spikes, uh, you know, obviously mainly because of the unvaccinated and the changing as, variants. And as twenty twenty one came yep. rolling through it was just less and less likely that the normalcy of 2019 was going to come back again. Ever. Uh, and here we are in 2022. And I'm thinking, you know, by now and and experts, you know, whoever the experts are, say that once again, oh, it's, it's not us. It's, it's not us going to be, you know, here to stay a form of uh, of this uh, COVID-19 is going to be around for a very long time. It's obviously it's like it's not. the flu. I mean, that's and they said that at the beginning, which makes sense. Right. But the is it going to be 
as deadly as it's been? Is it going to be something that causes us to hit the brakes every winter to where like, that's the thing. Like I travel for work. I've been traveling for work throughout the year 2021, Mm -hmm. fully vaccinated, wear a mask, pretty responsible. But there have definitely been conversations where you're drinking and eating and you hope everyone's vaccinated and you hope your vaccine works and, you know, knock on wood, I haven't gotten it. But is that going to ever that feeling going to come back or is there Mm -hmm. something that's going to happen where we get and I can't I know I'm not using this term correctly, but herd immunity where we're all we've all had it. And it's and and that's the you know, from the problem that we've continued to have is that this will continue for a while. It's going it's going to mutate like the flu does. Uh, It's obviously worse than the flu especially for those who have Mm -hmm. respiratory issues. Someone like myself, even getting a cold, I can, I don't know if Sam knows how to really express it, but for someone like myself, who (laughs) is now in, in the older uh, part of it, you know, as a Gen Xer, Mm -hmm. I can say that I can say I'm a Gen Xer. He's 50. And the, and having asthma in my forties and getting a cold sometimes really took a lot to get over it. Yeah. So to have something like this also would be, you know, a, a problem for me. But ha- to have all these variants come in and just like the flu does, uh, you know, you've got to get a different flu shot every yep. year. Uh, and they're saying that even with COVID, it's not even going to be a, a year, maybe once every six months. Is that going to be in our future? Or, you know, a uh, a vaccination every six months to continue to boost against the new strain, the new variant. Uh, you know, is that what our 2022, 23 and 24 is going to look like until yeah. this kind of burns itself yeah. out? See, that's what I think is going to happen. I think it's going to I think eventually we will get to the point where this is like the flu. I mean, clearly winter is when it gets worse for whatever reason because everybody's inside and everybody's you know trading germs yeah i don't know there's i'm not clear on the reason yes you're trading germs but people have been inside people are inside all the time now Mm -hmm. like that's just the way it is but i mean is it because people are getting other things like getting colds and then they're sneezing and well and that's because they got it from somebody else and that's why there were hardly any clue or colds and flu for 2020 right. because everybody was locked down and, and nobody, wearing masks and wearing masks and nobody really got a chance to intermingle to pick something up from somebody else and this year it's it's a bit different because people are are mingling more because things for a while went back to normal and yeah then that was awesome picked up again and then, that was uh, shocking wasn't it shocking to just be like i felt like we had adapted to a new normal and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, guess what? Your vaccine doesn't work. <laughs> that sucks, man. Well, it, it does. It does work. It just is not as effective, I guess, according uh, to. You know, it works at keeping you out of the hospital, which means it's yes. still super important. But it doesn't for, stop you from not catching it. It just stops you. But from it did, going though, man. It did. And it was so it awesome. No, it, it did. No. Yes, it did. And the regular variants, both Delta and the original one, the vaccine worked like we didn't catch it. We didn't like we could 
we could actually you, live our lives. You caught it. You just didn't know you had it because you didn't have the the. I disagree. The illnesses. That's no. that's what the that's what it did. It you no. you could catch it. You just didn't know you had it. I don't think that's true. Your body was like, oh well, I know what this is, and I can, I can easily defend whatever your it body was. It was magic, and. I want to go back to that because now I've got a huge meeting in Vegas. So I'm, I run a company. I have a huge meeting in Vegas. I'm sending 20 people out. Meeting is going to be over a thousand people. Um, probably going to be over 1500 when all is said and done. And we are responsible for keeping these people to a certain degree, keeping them safe and healthy and doing the right thing. And I can't tell you how, like, how it feels like an impossible mission, especially mm-hmm. with Omicron, because it doesn't care. Like Omicron does not. It's like the honey badger. <laughs> it doesn't give a shit. <laughs> it just keeps living. I don't know. Do you remember the honey badger? Yes. Yes. If you don't know the honey badger, you should totally look it up on YouTube. Um I don't even know what it's called now. I don't Honey either, don't but it was hilarious. Like Honey Badger don't care or something like that. It's literally probably at this point one of the beginning YouTube videos, but it was so funny. And I feel like the Omicron is the Honey Badger at mm-hmm. this point. Like it can get bit by a cobra and it still lives. <laughs> you know? He just he just goes to sleep and he wakes and up. And he wakes up. And he eats a snake. And he eats the snake. Oh, gross. Because <laughs> he doesn't care. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's all I've got at this point. Mm-hmm. I feel, although I'm generally optimistic, like I'm generally optimistic, like we're, uh, we're going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. I do have a lot of wine. I am not doing dry January. So everybody okay. can, can. I didn't even know that was a thing. You don't, you haven't seen it like all over everywhere. Like, oh, well, I'm doing dry January. Well, I don't even drink, so. Well, so it's dry all year for you. But listen, for those of us who do, there's so much pressure all of a sudden because of stupid social media that in the worst, coldest, most horrible month of the year. And for me, leading up to literally our biggest, our biggest thing that we do at work. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to stop drinking <laughs> like this is when I the kids are back in school. We have a new variant. We can't leave our houses. It's cold. I mean, I'm going to have some wine mm-hmm. and, and I some don't brandy to keep I don't you warm. I don't need Instagram to tell me that I'm a bad person because I'm drinking wine in January. So there <laughs> I realize I sound a little defensive. But it's just fact. You don't. You haven't seen things about dry January. No. Yeah. Maybe I've seen it, and I because I just don't care because it doesn't apply to me. Right. Well, it doesn't apply to me either, Terry. Okay. All right. That's. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, did you want to give out the yes? Because it works, and we own it now, and uh, which we did before, and. Uh, 100% knew that it was going to work. Um, it's parentsofteens100 at gmail.com. If you have questions, comments, stories, um, we'll do our best to answer them. But again, we have no degrees. We have no, <laughs> like we 
we are in no way qualified to give advice, but no. we will just because we feel like, generally speaking, we are logical people and just trying desperately to get through this. And we've lived through some of it, of, of whatever it may be, the parenting, uh, fixing the house, um, trying to shovel, shovel your snow out of the <laughs> Trying to start your snowblower. <laughs> trying to start a snowblower when it's negative five outside. You know, that sort of thing. I've never wanted to live in Florida, but it's not looking too bad right now. Well, you got to go to the Miami area if you want to stay warm. The rest of the stuff can get colder. I want to actually live in Fort Morgan, Alabama. Mm-hmm. That's my dream. I was looking at houses yesterday. Mm-hmm. Guess what? We can't afford them. Yeah, that's right. That's what. Mm -hmm. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, Jasmine says, thank you for listening and stay positive. Wear your mask. Keep on snoring. (laughs) 